Hi, it's Leon Dolan, and my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical, is out now and available everywhere. People Magazine chose it as an April pick of the month, one of the best this week, a hopeful take on commitment, they said, and an innovative story about marriage. Mmm, sounds juicy. The Marriage Sabbatical, out now, available everywhere. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a Satellite Sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. We're really happy to be here today. I'm Leon Dolan. I'm from Pasadena, California. I'm the youngest sister. And even though I had a birthday, I am still the youngest sister. And that's the best (laughs) part about being the youngest sister. I was just going to say on your tombstone, sister. <laughs> I'm Liz Dolan. I'm the middle sister. And it is frustrating that for as old as Leanne gets, she's still always going to be the youngest sister. Mm. So I'm the middle sister. I live in Santa Monica, California. Super happy to be here. I do some podcasting. I do some other stuff on the side. Hang with hang with Hooper. I, it's a good life here. It is a good life. <laughs> Sounds delightful. I'm Julie Dolan. I am the oldest sister, and I've come to cherish that role as the oldest sister. I try to boss around these other two. They don't listen to me Uh at all. Um, I'm an empty nester, an urban nana, because I have five grandchildren, and I spend a lot of time in Brooklyn, where two of them are. And hey, it's sisters. You know what? Today is Mardi Gras. Oh, happy Mardi Gras. So I want to say to everyone, laissez les bon temps rouler. And if you don't have the good fortune to be celebrating the day in New Orleans or the Gulf Coast or Brazil, perhaps, Uh may I suggest that you just listen to a lot of Dr. John today, maybe some Neville Brothers, uh, Irma Thomas, and just have some fun today. Yeah. Julie, people may not know that you lived in New Orleans for a long time, so you've had some good family times in New Orleans around Mardi Gras. There are some excellent old photos of the the entire group, en famille, in costume, including mom and dad, as like the Joker and Catwoman or something. <laughs> yes, we did. And bad, my two sons were Batman and Robin. Yes, we were the whole cast of Batman well before all of these uh, other movies. Before it was so trendy. Before and Leanne, friend. youngest yeah. sister Leanne, also did a semester, I will call it, right. in New Orleans. Uh, so she came and worked in a pie shop, right, Leanne? Yeah, well, it was a sandwich shop. But uh, it was, yeah, it was a sandwich shop in the French quarter for uh, for my yeah, my second semester senior year. I graduated early. I did a semester abroad in New Orleans, basically. It, it was, is a foreign country there. Oh, yes. it was a foreign country in 1983. That's for sure. But the, the most fun city in America. It is. So it's the uh, best. have a safe and wonderful Mardi Gras, everyone. Um, I, you know, I, we can barely contain our excitement because we actually so have a big announcement. Huge announcement. Like, if we were a company, we would be sending out an email that in the subject line, in all caps, it would say, action required. Because you know how people do that now? Because they know most of your email is complete junk. So if you have to do something, they have to tell you. You really need to read this one. Well, that's the way we feel about this announcement. At the end of the show, we are going to announce a big live show that all five sisters are doing together in May. 
Yes. What else do we want to say now? I think that's all think we want to say now. You got to listen to the end the of the city, show. The city, the deets, the how to get tickets, the whole thing, all at the end of the show. But action required, yeah. people. All right. Okay. It's exciting. We've been working on this for a while, so we're happy to be able yeah. to announce it, it. Did I say 20th anniversary? That's the no, reason? No. Yes, that's the reason. No, you didn't say okay. that. Yes, it's the 20th anniversary of Satellite Sisters. Right. Great. So Satellite Sisters Live, 20 years of sisterhood. It's on. <laughs> Okay. Mark your calendar at the end of the show. Mark your calendar. Action. Once we give you the date. Action required. In the city. (laughs) All right. Uh, Also on the show today, we're going to talk about sort of the stunning decision against Harvey Weinstein. Liz has been following that case very closely. She's got some details on that. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was surprised. And I think I'm not the only one. And, you know, relieved. Okay. Yeah. Julie, you're bringing a travel story to us. Uh, This is a hotel for book lovers. Is that how this works? Yes, these are hotels for book readers. How about a book reading vacation? Doesn't that sound delightful? It sounds fantastic to me, I have to say. And they provide the books? Yes. Okay, we're going to get the details. Also, two women, we lost two women this week who were really um, people we admired and had inspirational lives. So we're going to talk a little bit about Katherine Johnson and B. Smith as well. Can I say one thing about about an extra thing about a woman that we didn't have in our outline? Vanessa Bryant. Oh, oh my God, I'm choking. At yesterday's memorial for Kobe Bryant. How she did that, I don't know. I have no idea how a woman stands up and does that, speaks so lovingly of her lost daughter and husband. It was just, a, the whole thing was very beautiful. But right. She amazed me. Yes. With her just love and composure and energy. It was really, really a beautiful thing. Right. Yeah, it was it, a very emotional day here in Los Angeles, Julie. I don't know if you caught any of the... Yeah, no, I, I yeah. did. I mean, I think all over the world, but I know particularly for Los Angeles, you had said that, that, you know, Kobe Bryant had a, you know, was really in everyone's hearts there. Right. So. right. Huge, huge, huge footprint. Um, okay, well, now we're going to get back to the business of Satellite Sisters. Yeah. <laughs> Which it's, is about my birthday. It's real life. Let's get back <laughs> yeah, to real yeah. life. How was your birthday, sister? You Youngest know, sister? It was good. I turned 55 last week. and okay, uh, double nickels. Yes, double nickels. as everyone, I didn't know that was a thing. It's is a that thing. what people say? I don't know what that means, but that's what people say. Uh, yeah, everyone said it to me. I was like, it's a speed limit, not a birthday. But, <laughs> you know, after everything I've been through this year, I was very happy to celebrate. Normally, I'm kind of lukewarm on birthdays. That's a family tradition. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we acknowledge each other. We just have. A lot of birthdays. Yeah. Eight kids yeah. have a lot of birthdays. You get right. over it and, fast. And being the youngest of eight, like we really had run out of steam by the time you showed up, Leanne. <laughs> I think that's fair to say, Joel. So <laughs> I think I ran your birthday party. You one did. Year. I think I think mom just said, Here, could you do Leanne's birthday party? Yeah. I was ten, but yeah. I was in charge of your party. No, okay. It's, it's not that is that is true. That, that is not an exaggeration. I had like five years of Winnie the Pooh themed birthday parties <laughs> and then it was over for me. <laughs> then it was like <laughs> So, well, don't be bitter, sister. Okay. You know what? I'm not. It's just it's just to me like my birthday is on my day. I'm not a person who celebrates for a week or a month, but this year I actually had a, you know, yes. kind of a week of birthday celebration. Because you're alive and I'm happy alive. to be here. I'm happy to be here. And so, like on my birthday, I had a great yoga class and then I have some new yoga friends and they took me out to lunch and oh. I don't even know them that well, but they found out it was my birthday, so they all gave me small gifts, which was really nice. Wow. And then my mom 
Mahjong group. We, we've got yoga friends and Mahjong friends. Liz, I'm an 85-year-old woman in a 55-year-old woman's body. Um, an 85-year-old Jewish woman in a 55-year-old Catholic girl's body. Um, but, uh, yeah, so our Mahjong group is branching out. So it was Maj Goes to Hollywood because— we went to see the Simon and Garfunkel story in Hollywood. Oh. It was a stage show. We have bought tickets to three plays at the Pantages and the Kodak As the Theater. Mosh Group? As the Mosh Group, yes. A Black Friday special. One of our members stayed up till 12.01 uh-huh. on Black Friday, secured these tickets. So Good we, for her. So, yeah. So we went to see the Simon and Garfunkel story. So it's not Simon and Garfunkel. It's, <laughs> we, you know, <laughs> so yeah. don't be fooled. It's just two guys who look and sound like them. Yeah. So they were great. They sang all the hits and then a lot of songs I didn't know uh-huh. exist existed. Well, you're pretty young for Simon and Garfunkel, really. Yeah, I am. Um, but the story part was lacking. It was like they put them on stage and then said, "Oh shoot, we forgot to write a book for this musical. Why don't you Google a few facts about Simon and Garfunkel oh. and just say those uh, in between the songs?" Because well, yeah, people don't need much, Liam. Yeah. Well, we needed a little more. I have to say. <laughs> Because <laughs> both yeah. to uh, my friend Robbie, who organized it, Ms. Maj, uh, she is also a writer. So she came out. She goes, Leanne, I think if you and I sat in a room for a weekend, we could bang out a better story. <laughs> than and I, I have no doubt. Maybe you should try it. that. Make <laughs> so. a group. You could do wham, the story. <laughs> I mean, Something more generationally appropriate. <laughs> so, uh, but it was still fun. Now the tour, it's been touring for uh, like two years. So now it goes to Europe. So I was going to warn Satellite Sisters, like, the music is good. The story is non-existent. So European Satellite Sisters, if you're thinking about it, music Mm -hmm. good, no story. Uh, But we enjoyed it. And, and, you know, no one enjoyed it more than the guy sitting behind us who could not really harmonize with Simon and Garfunkel, but was trying his best. He was singing out loud. You know, sometimes for a lot of those shows, they tell you, tell the audience, please do not sing. Yeah. Like, I took Josephine to Frozen. They had that in bold letters. Please do not (laughs) sing along. Yeah. Well, that's this guy. I mean, he was emboldened by the second act. So when Cecilia <laughs> broke out, I mean, he was the lead guy on Cecilia, but he was enjoying ah! it. He was enjoying it. And then I was invited to decorate my own cake at Cake Mix, which is a, a small chain of stores that Duff Goldman owns. Now, he's the cake guy on the Food Network, Liz. I he don't know who that is. He does the Children's Baking Show with Valerie Bertinelli. Oh, yeah. And I don't know what that is. Okay. I know, Liz. Uh, <laughs> but Julie, I'm sure you do. Yeah. So, I do. He makes yeah. all these celebrity cakes, cakes. very elaborate things, yeah. you know, just out of this world structures of cake. Yes. Yeah, but he's a good, he's a really good baker, like very knowledgeable. Uh-huh. So, uh, so, so he has these stores where you can go and they give you a small cake and then you use the fondant. Julie, use the fondant Ooh. and you cut okay, things. Okay, and I know about this because you and I watched a lot of the British baking show uh, when you were recovering. So, yes, I am well well aware of fondant. So, Julie, this is the first time I had worked with the fondant. And, well, um, what did you have? How was it? How did it go, Now I understand why they always say in the tent on that show, oh, it's really hot. I'm having trouble with the fondant. Because <laughs> even just uh, rolling the fondant, it got really hot at cake mix. And people were having trouble, like, structurally oh, with the, oh, with the fondant. The fondant was melting? It's like, this is... It's like 
Kraper, Kraper. Like, so did you show. get the handshake, Leanne? Did you I, get the handshake? Oh, I did not get the handshake. But actually, I have to say, it was super fun. I I did not think decorating a cake could be that much fun. But it's like a social thing. And at the one in Pasadena, they serve wine now. So that's new. So wow. it's wine and cake. Ooh, ooh, and, that could really, uh, that could impact your phone dollars. Yeah. And so was this also with I, your Maj group? Who, no, who are this, you caking with? This was just Mr. a guy named Mr. Pasadena invited me. You know, because I'm an influencer. Oh, you are? That's like true. In like three zip codes. I'm an influencer, Liz. So <laughs> I went, enjoyed the wine. The cake theme was flowers. So, of course, I made a cake that looks like my book cover. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. on brand, Liz. Yeah. I'm on brand 100% of the time. You are so good at that. Uh, but it was a really fun experience. And here's the key. The cake was delicious. Like oh. the actual cake, which I didn't have to bake. That's my, not that's my strong key. That's, <laughs> that's the real key. <laughs> Seven layers of delicious cake that I didn't have to bake. I just, I just decorated. So uh, they have them all over Southern California. There are five locations. Wow. But I would recommend it for a birthday party or, ga- you know, they said they had a big Galentine's. Uh, oh, we, that would be fun. I yeah. could see you taking your book group there. That would yeah. be a fun thing. To yeah. Do. yeah. And you have the, there were a lot of birthday parties happening. You have the option to do it, uh, you know. Just a cupcake or the big cake. But oh, yeah. We did the big cakes. Because if you go in with a group, you, not everyone needs a big cake. You know, you're like, but yeah, okay. That sounds great. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be re- rethinking their business plan. <laughs> <laughs> the fantastic is, idea. The cake is good. That's it. So is the wine. <gasps> All right. So that well, was my happy birthday, birthday to you. Thank yeah, happy you. birthday. Well, you- I had a big weekend, too, because my granddaughter, Josephine, came to visit, which was very nice. And prior to her visit, um, uh, my husband and I were out getting some preparations ready for the big weekend with Josephine. So we needed two night lights. So, of course, we went to Target. Now, you know, Liz and Leanne, please tell everyone, my husband is not adult. He's a totally functioning adult. He goes to grocery yeah. stores all the time. He can go to CVS. He, you know, he does all of that. Yeah. But He's not he's like really... some helpless TV dad. No, no, you're, he is not a helpless Your husband TV. is capable. Very capable. But uh, apparently he had really never done a lot of shopping in Target. So we arrived at Target. We just need the two nightlights. So we go in and he goes charging into the store. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, well, we're just getting nightlight. I said, it's Target. You need a cart, right? Right? Yeah. You you can't go through car um Target without a cart. No. So we get the, we get the cart, and then again, high speed with the cart uh, heading off in a direction. I was like, whoa, 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 slow down, slow down. This is where you've got to do the Target slow roll yeah. through yeah. the women's yeah. department. Yeah. You know where you put your elbows on the cart. And you get down low, so you're at the same level as the T-shirts, and yeah. you roll through that. Right? Oh. Am I right about yes, that? Yes, yeah. that's a sophisticated okay. move, Julie. Yeah. Perimeter. <laughs> perimeter. <laughs> got to do the perimeter. And so he's really getting frustrated because we just we just need the two nightlights. But fortunately, we passed the grocery section now of Target, uh-huh. and he's a big Lacroix drinker, so he was delighted that he could we could stock up on Lacroix. And guess where he put it? In the cart. I was like, put it in the cart. See, this is why you need a cart at Target. Okay. Then we're not sure whether the nightlights are with the baby products or in the lamp area. So we're just sort of wandering around. And lo and behold, we pass the aisle with all the plastic tubs and bins. And he said, you you know, I need some extra tubs uh, and bins for this year's taxes. I was like, put them in the cart. That's what you have it for. Put it within the cart. Then I wheeled him through Chip and Joanna Gaines' oh, Magnolia Land. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Irresistible. 
I know. He was totally surprised. He had no idea, of course, because he he has uh, I forced him to watch um, the HGTV show <laughs> Fixer Upper. So he was very happy with that celebrity sighting. Uh, we did find the two nightlights. Wait, celebrity it, sighting? Were Chip and Joanna actually there? Or you were no, just feeling no, very no, close to them in their department? Of them, Liz. <laughs> there's a picture of Chip and Joanna Gaines in Got Magnolia it. Land at, at Target. So sure. that was as good as a celebrity sighting for us here in Dallas, right? Got it. Okay. But then, so we got our two nightlights, and but on our way to back to check out, of course, we're swinging through the pharmacy department, and he's like, hey, I could use some Harry's products. Hey, put them in the cart. <laughs> okay, and then he didn't even mind the one stop when we got to the little girl's uh, sweatshirt department, because yeah. I thought, well, maybe Josephine would like a sweatshirt while she's down here. Uh, he was fine with it. So then we got to check out. Two nightlights, $169. <laughs> That's how they do it. Yeah. Stores like that. Yeah. But he's totally initiated. He loves it now. Um, I, he is fully oriented <laughs> to do target runs by himself. <laughs> well done, Julie. That's pretty funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, when we come back, we're going uh, to do some news. But first, we want to thank a couple of our sponsors. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm -hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz. My hair from Pros is getting <laughs> rave reviews. Leanne, I am not surprised. You have been on that Pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. I, do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Leon Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when I, my hair is really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you, you're the boss. I'll take it. <laughs> you tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leon's. Okay? And I'm, I'm using it. Pros isn't just better for you. It's also better for the planet, Liz. They're certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. So, Pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos, too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, Pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Okay. 
Wow. Okay. And all the, all these links are always in the show notes, by the way. So if you just sweep, sweep the cover art on whatever app you're listening to our podcast in, it's all right there. Yeah. Super easy. And it's posted on our website. Okay. Thank you, Liz. All right. We had a couple of tremendous women die this week. Yeah. And so we just wanted to acknowledge that. Katherine Johnson died yesterday at 101. She was the mathematician that broke barriers at NASA. She was one of the group of black women mathematicians, and uh, she was featured in the 2016 movie Hidden Figures. Uh-huh. Liz, had you ever heard of Katherine Johnson before the movie I, Hidden Figures? I never had. And that book had been, Hidden Figures had been out as a book for a while. But no, even you know, even though I was working at National Geographic, it seems like the kind of story that would be on Nat Geo's radar. No, but I loved that movie. Yeah, and I Me mean, her, too. yeah, so inspirational. A hundred and one. Uh, I saw another mathematician tweet that she had the good sense to die at a prime age because she was truly <laughs> a mathematician. Oh wow! But if you haven't seen that movie. Yeah. Go see it. It took me a while to get to it, and then I saw it, and of course, it was just a blubbering mess at the end. But yeah. what those women accomplished against all and every odds right. is, is amazing. Right. It's and amazing. the movie has a sense of humor about it, yeah. too. So it's not like it's, oh, my God, I'm going to do do my homework and go see that movie. It is wildly entertaining. And, you know, she was just a computational genius, right? right? And so I was hearing someone talk about her last night on the radio, and they said, John Glenn, like the first time he was going up in space, they had used, like, machines to calculate the trajectory of the rocket or blah, 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 whatever that is. He he came by her desk and just had her re check the math just to make sure the machine was <laughs> correct. So right. and she did, and he just felt a lot better knowing that Katherine Johnson had approved the math. That's what that's the I, way you want to be. I love the quote that she said: "Every time engineers would hand me equations to evaluate, I would do more than they asked for." She yeah. would really try to think beyond the equations to what their decision making was and what their motives were. I mean, she's an amazing woman. Right, right, yeah. And then she was given the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2015, and President Obama said at the time uh, she refused to be limited by society's expectations of her gender and race. I yeah. mean, just incredible. Absolutely. That's it, in a yeah. nutshell. Yeah, just so very inspirational. It, it does make you think, too, when you watch that recent documentary, Apollo 11, uh-huh. like, that was really hard what they did. Like, so hard. It's kind of impossible now. Maybe we take it for granted. And if she had been off by, like, I don't know, 0.01. I know. One <laughs> decimal point and what, you're screwed. Would have really gone poorly. <laughs> yeah. I know. Whoo, is this going to count on the test? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is, Katherine Johnson. So uh, thank you for all that you contributed, really. And then the other woman that died this week was B. Smith. And she was the restaurateur and the yeah. lifestyle guru. She was a model. She was just a major figure there in the yeah. 80s, yeah. 90s, yeah. early aughts. Yeah. But she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's in her 50s. That oh. was so sad. And oh. they announced it at the time. Remember, right. that's what makes her story particularly sort of brave and interesting. I mean, a lot of people, I think, if that was starting to happen to them, might hide that, especially because she was so young. Right. But no, they went public with her story. And so she, she died. She's only 70. I know. And I know. I know. And she wrote a book about it, or she worked on a book a couple of years ago where they were very open and honest. But she really, like, did everything. And this quote from her obituary in The Times just... It made me think of, yeah, it made me think of just, 
I think women like that, like your Martha Stewart, your lifestyle gurus, they are busy from the time they are born. And she said she inherited a paper route. She sold magazines. She had lemonade stands. She was a candy striper. She was into fundraising. She enjoyed being yeah. busy. Yeah. And she just carried that on and made a business out of it. But this struck me. When she was in high school, she was barred from joining the future homemakers of America because of her race. Wow. So she she started. She showed them. She started her own home ec club, and she named herself president. Way to go, <laughs> B. Smith. Way to go. Well, Way that restaurant go. in Manhattan, on the west side of Manhattan, was not far from where my office was in the '80s at the time. <laughs> so we would often rendezvous there afterward, and she would be there. And then she had another restaurant out in Sag Harbor, a beautiful restaurant overlooking where all the boats came in. So just you know, someone I really, really admired, and so gracious and lovely and personable. Whenever you would see her around one of her restaurants. You know, Liz, she credited that to the fact that she was raised as a Jehovah's Witness and she used to have to go knock on people's doors. She said, I learned that I could talk Ah. to anybody. Well, she did. (laughs) Yeah. 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 She said, she described herself, she said, if Martha Stewart and Oprah had a baby, I'd be that baby. That (laughs) That is is so true. Yes. Yeah. So always a sense of humor about herself, but lovely and gracious. Yes. Two incredibly accomplished women that we will miss. Yes. A sad story about Alzheimer's, too, which still continues to uh, to claim people. Okay. Now at the other end of the spectrum, we did want to acknowledge that yesterday Harvey Weinstein was found guilty of two felony sex crimes. And I think um, I think it's hard for people to appreciate until now reading like the behind the scenes what a risky prosecution this was on the part on the part of the D.A. And I so we talked about this on the show like last month. Right. Because I read uh-huh. the book She Said, which is by Megan Tui and Jody Cantor. So they're the two New York Times reporters that blew this story wide open. And then also I read and recommended Catch and Kill by Ronan Farrow. He did the same at um uh, at the New Yorker. And I noticed yesterday morning before the verdict was public that Ronan Farrow tweeted this. He said, today's outcome in Harvey Weinstein's New York trial is the result of the decisions of multiple women to come forward to journalists and to prosecutors at great personal cost and risk. Please keep those women in your thoughts today. And, yeah. you know, when I read that, I just really thought it was going to be a not guilty verdict. Oh, that he you had know? some inside information. I just, I think a lot of the people that covered the case closely suspected that they might not get a guilty verdict. It, they were asking the jurors to just believe the women. Right. And that's not our standard, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or, I mean, so I feel like this, the reason they say it's such a landmark case now is because the the jury did just believe the women. That has not been what juries have, have done in the past. So I feel like it's, you know, there's a fantastic um, episode of The Daily today. And we've recommended The Daily before. But today, Megan Tui and Jody Cantor are on. And they're talking all about behind the scenes of the trial and how even during the trial, they were checking with all these legal experts. And the legal experts were like, whoa, this is a very risky prosecution. It was it was never slam dunk, and I think they were also surprised uh, that they got a guilty verdict. Anyway, what a, it's interesting to me that it could signal a moment where not just a legal change, but more of a cultural change. Mm-hmm. Like if we as a culture are deciding that we, when women at great personal cost come forward and try to tell their story, that we have... We have to try to believe them. Right, yeah. I, 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 I was surprised and just a huge sense of relief. I mean, yeah. That was a, 
A lot of women you know, because came I, that, I guess it's that sense of relief that, you know, he's so he was so powerful. He was so rich. Was he going to get away with it? Right. Yeah. You know, right. He yeah. had, in this so- case, a jury of his peers of ordinary people made that decision. No. And yeah. that's that's a great thing. And so, when you read, she thing. said, you see that like 100 women have come forward. So right. this case was only about two women. So they might yep. have gotten like. They might not have been able to convict on these two, but there are like 98 others that for lots of reasons they couldn't bring to court. Anyway, I still if you're interested in this as a cultural movement and what it takes for women to come forward and tell their stories, you know, both of those books are really worth. uh, I listen to both of them as audiobooks, but especially she said, because I think Megan Toohey and Jodi Cantor do a great job telling the story of like what it was like talking to these women who were so terrified to come forward and to attach their names to their stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Thank you, Liz, for recommending yes. those books. That's uh, that's uh, it's on my list. Um, you know, I, Liz and Leanne, I'm actually excited to tell you about an article I read this weekend about hotels and resorts that feature special and amenities for book lovers. Can you imagine that going on a reading vacation? Doesn't that <laughs> Actually, sound... sounds delightful. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds Does, okay, I mean, a so, lot of vacations sort of become reading vacations because yes, you bring a bag but, full but of books. It right? be really intentional to go to a place um, where, you know, that's going to be the central activity. And this all started with a female entrepreneur that she was on vacation and she was dumped by her boyfriend on vacation. And so she, but she was stuck stuck in this resort. But there happened to be a copy of Anne Rice's "Cry to Heaven," you know, in her you know, at the resort. And so she read the book while she was, you know, commiserating about being dumped. And she came up with the idea of bedside reading. She started this business, and this is a um, a company that collects books for a group of hotels, and then works with those hotels to deliver fresh books to the guest rooms like once a month. So that you're always getting fresh titles. Like if you check into one of these hotels, you go to your room, there's going to be a complimentary book there that you might want to read. And and they try to curate it by, you know, by regions or cities. So if you're checking into a hotel in New York that has this bedside reading service, that it might be like a gritty tale, you know, where other places (laughs) it might be lighter reading. But the books are complimentary. Um, and you know, they, I, they were saying in the article, and this is an amazing fact that less than 18% of adults report reading for pleasure. Isn't that amazing? Wow. The ones who do just read a lot, I guess. I guess they do. And I think uh, certainly all of our satellite sisters read for pleasure, you know, pleasure. So, but for example, they cited some of the hotels. There's one in Asheville, North Carolina, the Kimpton Hotel, that they have loaner books in the lobby and they have it set up so that if you check in there, this is part of the atmosphere of the hotel or the Hotel Commonwealth in Boston. They have an actual book nook in the hotel and that they replenish their books with fresh titles once a month. So they they want um, want you know repeat customers. Or if you go to the Jefferson in Washington D.C., uh-huh. they have a full-on library that you can sit and read in, and it's stocked with uh, Thomas Jefferson's uh, favorite books. Yeah, how about that? 
You cannot take. I've stayed well, that, there. That's right across the street from my Nat Geo office. Yes. That's, yeah. Did you ever go into the library there? I and never read, read any book? of the books. I would go in there and like order a Work. cocktail. <laughs> 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 so well, you can yeah, do that too. but good idea. <laughs> but I think it's such a nice idea, you know, that they that hotels would cater to a particular group, or that you know you might want to do this, you know, for yourself one weekend. Go check in someplace and make it a reading uh, reading vacation. I like it. Okay, well, as a writer, I've obviously got to applaud this. I think yeah. it's a fantastic idea, and I'm happy uh-huh. that it's not just that one thirty year old copy of Prince of Tides. You know. <laughs> <laughs> lending libraries you're like wow right. there's a lot of john grisham on these shelves yeah it's normally just paperbacks people leave behind right yeah yeah right. so no, no, this is much more intentional and uh i think it's i think it would be a nice surprise to check into a hotel and find you know some some new novel that you yes. hadn't planned to read right there to to read and take yeah great. yeah great okay. idea i enjoy the analog quality of that because now I want to bring you a story that it might just be a little bit too digital for me. And, and I read this story and I thought, has it really come to this? That's the headline on this. Has it really come to this, people? And here's the idea. This is uh, it's a husband and wife, Ben and Heather. They are both computer science professors at the University of Chicago. And Ben decided to buy an Alexa-enabled Echo speaker for their home in Chicago. And he wanted to play music and do all the things you can do with the Echo. But Heather was like, no, I don't think so. She objected to having the device in their house. And uh, she just said, they're going to be listening to us all the time. Please unplug that. I know that microphone is constantly on. So because they are computer science professors, they decided, well, maybe they could solve that problem somehow where he could have what he wanted but she could also be protected from it so they channeled their disagreement into creating a piece what they call a piece of digital armor they called it a bracelet of silence so they with another (laughs) assistant professor a guy named pedro lopez they created a bracelet that will jam the echo or any other microphones in the vicinity from listening in on your conversation. So if you're wearing it, Julie, but your husband yeah. wants an echo in your home, it's when you're around, they won't be able to, to record you. Again. You could just throw the echo out the window, but exactly. I, I think that bracelet's a good idea too. Yeah. So the bracelet has 24 speakers that emit ultrasonic signals when you oh, turn that it can't on. Be good for you. You see, my, that's why my headline is, has it really come to this? this is, <laughs> it's really come to this? And so, and it has a design they call very c- cyberpunk, sort of a cyberpunk aesthetic. So, yeah, I, like, I could be way too old to wear this. Uh, and here's how it works. It's an imperceptible sound. Well, imperceptible imperceptible to most ears with the possible exception of young people and dogs so i was just imagining your stuffy Liam, oh my gosh if you because she's very active anyway she, yeah you i can't i, I answer the phone i answer the phone and she's like what's happening what's what's happening <laughs> <laughs> my gosh uh, so, so anyway, so they have designed this. It's not going into major manufacturing. It's just they've been testing this. and they. But they also want to test, are they really listening all the time, right? Isn't that what you really want to know? So smart speakers have microphones that are always on, and they're listening for what they call the wake words, like Alexa or Hey Siri or OK Google. 
And the idea is only after they hear that cue do they turn on the recording. But mm-hmm. experts have now tested this uh, just to review, like just for quality reasons. And they report hearing clips that were most likely captured unintentionally, including drug deals and sex. Uh, so, wow. So you cannot be sure that your <laughs> that thing is not just turning on on its own. So then they raise the issue. So this guy, okay, this is some guy at Google, of course, says maybe maybe the solution. Headline: Has it really come to this? Maybe the solution is. Homeowners should disclose the presence of smart speakers to their guests so that I think so. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yes, because you're being recorded. I mean, I if you're being videotaped. You should be uh, disclosed. Yes. Okay. Julie, would you wear a, uh, a bracelet that was a jammer? Do you are you? No, I would not. No, you would not. no. I'm I'm in the camp of throw it out the window. That okay. would be my. So you don't allow it in the house. Okay. No, well, I don't want one of those in those houses. I lived in Russia. I, I, I'm used to having people listen to all of my conversations. That's it's true. It's like one big Alexa there. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so those are my two issues. Number one, we're going to have to wear jammer bracelets, and number two, then we're going to have to disclose to all of our guests that we have an Alexa in the house. But then I want, I just want to close with this thought. Having said all of this, we want to thank all of you who listen to Satellite Sisters on your Echo. <laughs> Good yes. on you. Yes, more. We urge more of you to try it. Really, what could go wrong? <laughs> Just as long as we're only saying, hey, Siri, can I listen to Satellite Sisters? Just stick with that. That is my closing remark. Uh, all right, Liz. Good report. Coming up, our big announcement. Are you staying tuned? Oh, my we're God, gonna... I almost forgot. I know. It's, a big announcement. It's happening. Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling there with your with your butcher box. What what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing: because I'm going to be up in in Bend for a part of the summer, I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's great. Go on vacation with your butcher box. Is what uh, what. uh, what I'm recommending. Yeah, either way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. Butcher Box gives you peace of mind and easy to find high quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass fed beef, free range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate free, and wild caught seafood. No antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz, right? Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... That's nice. That's nice. Nice to have something familiar there. (laughs) Yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for a year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Okay. So this is the moment. Okay. I, I like drum roll, please. Again, all caps, a- action required in the subject line of this announcement. We are so excited to announce that on 
Sunday, May 17th, in Washington, D.C., we will be hosting Satellite Sisters Live, 20 Years of Sisterhood. So at this live podcast recording, all five of us are going to be there. So that is me, Julie, and Leon, who are here we are right now, uh, as well as our sisters, Monica and Sheila. Longtime listeners know Monica and Sheila very well. Newer listeners, not so much. You're going to love them. They're, they're hilarious. I mean, you can go listen to old episodes and find out how adorable uh, they are. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to have a, a whole hour show of remembrances and recollections. There'll be memories. There'll be stories. Interactive audience quiz, like Satellite Sisters trivia. You, If you listen to all the old episodes to, to bone up for that, that would be good. Of course, we're going to do a Q&A. We want to talk to you. Lots of laughter and probably some tears, too. Because, you know, we get emotional about things. So we are doing this at 6th and I in Washington, D.C. We are so delighted that they wanted to host this event for us. And 6th and I is the Center for Arts and Entertainment in Ideas. And it's also a synagogue and a beautiful historic site. I was there this fall. Remember when I was interviewing Adam Rippon? Yes. On his book tour? Mm -hmm. So that was at 6th and I. And, uh, and now we're going back. And really, make your plans now. So... When we think about it, sisters, it's actually pretty amazing that it's been 20 years since we went on the air. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Two zero years, 20 years. <laughs> yes. You know, again, for those. And that of, you've been listening to us uh, for 20 years. That's amazing, have. too. That yeah. you've been with us thick and thin, you know, all kinds of different formats, platforms you know, technology, every, you know, you've been there for 20 years. You have to come and celebrate. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we started on public radio as a weekly show. Then we moved, we were nationally syndicated on ABC as a live daily show where we had a lot of fantastic local radio stations carried us every day, like FM 107 in Minneapolis. Many of you are, Minnesota is still one of our best markets because of our life on FM 107 back in the day. And so we would love to see all of you. And then since 2007, we have been a podcast. So finally now podcasting is having a moment. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) We were pioneers. We're going to give each other a plaque for that, right? Yeah. 13 years later, podcast. Podcasting is really a thing. Uh, So bring on the next 20. But thinking about those early days, Julie, when we started, you were doing the show from Bangkok, Thailand. Bangkok, Thailand. Yeah, I was in the Radio Free Asia um, studio next to the U.S. Embassy. I later found out it was a CIA safe house for (laughs) Cambodian freedom fighters. But I was there doing our podcast. Doing our radio show, yeah, and then I moved on to Russia, which is it was certainly a picnic. That was a that was a fun place to work too. Oh my goodness, there are tales to tell. And then Leon, when we moved into podcasting, I mean that was really the DIY phase of Satellite Sisters. Yes, we had gone from having like, okay, there used to be actual satellites involved in doing this. That's right. what it used to take, you know, pre all of the pre internet, and uh, but then when we became a podcast. You you were not only the producer, but for a long time you were editing our show. Yes. And we were, you know, so that's why. You ev- showed me how to do that one time, Leanne, and my head exploded. <laughs> right. You know, you had to do like 800 things to edit the show. Yeah. I would never use the word engineer because sound quality escaped me and I was a touch lazy. The yes. fact that like we could all connect and I could get it and post it, that was good enough for me. Yeah. But yeah, when we 
when we started podcasting, I literally took my iMac into the Apple store and said to the 12-year-olds, could you show me how to use GarageBand? Yeah. I, we're going to podcast. And I remember the guy's like, really? You? <laughs> I was like, middle-aged mom? Yeah, yeah I'm going to podcast. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. I mean, he was pretty impressed, actually. Yeah. So yeah, self-taught podcasters. And so... And, and smartphones hadn't really been invented yet. So no. you didn't all have mobile apps on your phone. So getting the show was hard. Right. You had to go like download an RSS feed. Oh, it was yeah. not easy. Yeah. But the reason I mentioned the editing the show, Leanne, is because the end of every week, you are so grateful when you thank our engineer, Sergio Enriquez. <laughs> yes, I And am. I want people to understand how real that is. <laughs> yes. Like, you are incredibly <laughs> grateful. From the bottom of our hearts. Yes. That here at Wondery, we have Sergio Enriquez <laughs> in our life. Now. So grateful because I had had it. I was done. <laughs> I was ready to retire. I was like, I'm done. I can't, I can't do that. Can't be responsible for all this anymore. But that, that's all the kind of stuff we're going to celebrate in Washington, yep. D.C. Yep. We just wanted to pick... A fun city. We don't have an opportunity, all five of us, to be together very often. You raved about that venue. Oh, it's so beautiful. Uh, they have the ability to do a lot of great things there in terms of taping the show, and they're really set up for live podcasts, and we'll be yes. able to sell merchandise and maybe a signature cocktail or yes. two. And Oh, Julie, I know you are a fan of the adult sippy cup at these kinds of events. Yes. Sixth and I has awesome sippy cups that you can so take into the synagogue okay. with you for the event. So okay. do not that worry about that. That's going to be great. So you've got to get your satellite sisters to come. Get your Mahjong group, your book group. A fun weekend in Washington, D.C., capped off by seeing all five satellite sisters. I yes. mean, that is a pretty fun weekend. So here's how you get the tickets. It's a ticketed event. This yes. is exciting for us, but we want to know who's coming. We want to make sure the people that want to come can get in. We did yes. that event in Santa Monica a couple of years ago without tickets. It and it so was risky. a nail biter. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't want that to happen again. Uh, the tickets are $25. So reasonable. We just want to make sure you get a it's seat a steal. and get in. <laughs> you heard Liz, Dolan. It's a steal. All right. So the ticket sales are live now. For the next week, it's a special satellite system pre-sale so you have to use a promo code at the link the code is sisters okay do you have that sisters <laughs> is our code uh the pre-sale is going to run from today tuesday february 25th to monday through monday march 2nd at 11 59 a.m code sisters uh -huh. you're in 25 dollars we will spread this link around everywhere, uh -huh. okay? You can go to our website at SatelliteSisters.com. You can go to the Facebook group. We'll put it on Instagram. Yeah. You can go to Sixth and I. It is mm -hmm. live there. You can go to their website. It's an event bright site to buy the tickets and secure your spot at Satellite Sisters Live. The date again, May 17th, Sunday, May 17th at 5 p.m. Mm -hmm. That's a delight. It's a good yes. time. It's a delightful we time. We really work. This is, they uh -huh. don't usually do Sunday events here, but we said our people will come on Sunday, yes. but not too late because they've got to yes. drive home or this yeah. and yeah. it'll be nice and light. But we do want the sippy cups. Yeah. So good. Yeah. To yeah. take the train back to New York or yeah. wherever you came from. Right. Yes. If you need to get to the airport, you can still do still it time. for a late flight to wherever you're going to. Yeah. There'll be a meet and greet afterwards. And I have to add, I will be selling copies of the Sweeney Sisters right there yes, after the event. Yes, that will be exciting. So there's a book signing, but we would just love to celebrate with all of you. So again, to find tickets, go to SatelliteSisters.com. You will see the link. 
I actually created a button for it. I'm kind of proud of myself. I know. I know. Julie Leon sent me a text yesterday, like, my new trick, created a button. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I hope it's a big button. Okay, double nickel girl. She's really got it. <laughs> Just click on it, but we are going to spread the link around. Yeah. But we would love if you, like, bought it during this pre-sale so we can plan and we know how yeah. how many people are I mean the come. tickets will remain on sale yes. but act now like round up your group yeah but this is the time to mobilize your group do it May yeah, 17th your own satellite sisters we've been saying it's funny for like the last year we've been saying what a great time it is to visit Washington D.C. right there's so many wonderful things to do there so yeah now do it yeah, yeah. and you know what we, you know we run a family family show yeah so there's not going to be any blue comedy we're going <laughs> to put a lid on Sheila and Monica but no <laughs> If you have teens or preteens, you know, yes. we love meeting the next generation of Satellite Sisters. So it's also appropriate if you want to double down as a family trip. Yeah. Yeah. Because Monica happened to be here in town last week for a work thing. She was at a big stroke convention uh, here in L.A. Sheila, Monica, and I had dinner Friday night. And there was some light brainstorming going on because basically the first half of the show is going to be the three of us. And then the second half, you know. Leah, uh, Sheila and Monica will come out. They're thinking maybe they want to do a Lab Rats. They're not sure. Maybe. They're going to work on their material. Good. They, we, know, we know enough to just sort of let them shape up what they want to do and then work it into the overall plan. They're very excited. But there will be some fun surprises. Well, we're excited. This is exciting. You know, yes. it's hard to get all five of us together. It's an effort. We're glad we found this venue this uh, is the one big thing we're doing this year. It, it so is. So yeah. we wanted to give you enough time to really make an effort and round up your people. All right. So, again, that link is at SatelliteSisters.com. We're going to put it on the Facebook group. We're going to put it in the Instagram feed. You know, Oh, and there are recommended hotels on the website, there too, are, right? Yeah, right, yeah. right. So mm -hmm. a couple that are near the venue of 6th and I. But there are a lot of hotels in D.C. Yes. So we're <laughs> we're not... We're not travel We're agents. Not travel That's agents. what Leanne keeps saying in the agents. planning Get process. Get your own hotel, yeah. your own Airbnb. <laughs> do it. Do it. Just come. <laughs> exactly, Julie. Just come. Make a weekend out of it. Yeah. I mean, we're really looking forward to it. We just want to make it fun. Twenty years is something to celebrate. Yeah, we it, might. It, we it really might, is. It's amazing what we've been through in twenty years with all of you. You know, so we might even have some limited edition merch that is only available to the people <laughs> okay, that let's... show up. So we just need you to show up. Yeah. Please. <laughs> yeah. You're, it's really going to be worth your effort and time and money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that is Sunday, May 17th, Satellite Sisters Live, a celebration of 20 years of sisterhood. We would love for you to be there. Details are at SatelliteSisters.com and everywhere else you get your details. I don't know. <laughs> Good answer, Leah. All right. That's exciting. You'll be hearing more about it as, yes, as will. things unfold. But, as plans develop. But on sale today with the pre-sale. Use the code SISTERS. All right. Also uh, exciting. We have a book giveaway uh, yeah, for the oh. Sweeney Sisters, not to confuse things. My God, we have a lot going but on. We do have a lot going on. I know. I have. We have a lot going on. Um, so uh, the Sweeney Sisters, thank you for posting all the great photos of you and your satellite sisters and misters out and about in the world doing great things. I just love seeing all of them. It's hard to just pick one. It is a random drawing. So I uh -huh. just want you to know, I like reliving all the photos when I go do the random drawing. So our winners this week from Facebook, Marge Gosk Simon. And mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Marge is MRG. I know that. I always look that, at that and think that's cute. Right. I, yeah. I think it's Marge. Is it? I've, or yeah. Marg. Yeah. I don't know. Merg. Yeah. But here you go. She she happened to be celebrating her 55th birthday weekend with one of her longtime okay. friends. Again, the chances random drawing. Totally random drawing. So 
There you go. Thank you. You are the winner. Instagram, another Marge, which is, okay, first of all, wait. what are the it's, chances? It's a very fine name. Yeah. I just noticed that. That's how, okay, Marge Ellis, you're the winner with your wine group. That was oh, another, yeah, nice. fantastic. So if your name was Marge, <laughs> you had a good week. <laughs> this was <laughs> big, big week. Sure, big week. Marge, Marge. Congratulations Marge. to all the Marges. Okay. You're all winners. No, only two margins are winners. <laughs> all right. So remember, two more weeks, use the hashtag the Sweeney Sisters and hashtag Sat Sisters. All right. We would like to thank our engineer, Sergio Enriquez. I mean it every week, especially this week because I had him edit my music for my Janet Jackson dance. <laughs> so I have, Oh, wow. Whoa. I've now roped okay. him into okay. my... you got some side hustle going there, <laughs> yeah. sister. I've now roped him into my showbiz career. So thank you, Sergio. Really appreciate that. Are you going to dance at Satellite Sisters Live? Could I we get you to like it. maybe oh. recreate a little bit of your... Oh, wow. I thought about it. Oh, That's wow. a big idea. Okay. As long as people promise not to videotape it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. Okay. Uh, all right. We would like to thank our sponsors from this week's Satellite Sisters. Thank you for supporting Women's Voices on the Air and for supporting Satellite Sisters. And thanks to all the Satellite Sisters who support our sponsors. It really makes a big difference. Really, it does. really does. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate it. All right. Uh, what do you have on your to do list? Jill, what's on your to do list? Uh, hey, this is my new thing. Mahjong, Leon. <gasps> I didn't know you played. I have totally succumbed to peer pressure. My book club. Everybody decided to learn how to play Mahjong and the fear of being left out. I was like, okay, I'll play. Okay. I don't, I mean, so I have to learn how to play this game, Leon. Yeah. I'm a beginner. I don't know what I'm doing. So if you play Mahjong, you got any tips, let me know. Okay. Julie, okay. I know we have some Mahjong players in the group. It's a lot of okay. fun and, and you have to focus. Anything, bring it on because it still seems like a big mystery to me. I'm sure there are a lot of YouTube videos you can study, right? <laughs> Not enough, Liz. I have looked at those. Not enough. (laughs) All right, Liz, what's on your to-do list? Well, tomorrow night I am going to the season three premiere of Cosmos. It is coming back to National Geographic. And, you know, the season one was back in the day when Carl Sagan hosted it. And it was produced by Carl Sagan and his wife, Andrean. We brought it back at National Geographic when I worked there in 2014. I remember I worked on this huge global launch with Neil deGrasse Tyson all over the world. It's a fantastic series. And so they have now a season three. Who knew there was more of the cosmos out there to be be explored? So it actually premieres on TV uh, March 9th. But they're doing a big uh, red carpet event here in uh, in Los Angeles oh, tomorrow fun. night. So oh, good. my Nacho friends invited me. I'm very excited. Well, and, the universe is you? expanding. Liz. Yes. So one would imagine just <laughs> as long as it keeps expanding. Unlimited we're okay. episodes. Yes. <laughs> just, okay. That's that's a good franchise there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's very solid. That's a hundred episodes plus, as they say in the TV biz. Um, all right, Liz, what do you got going, Leanne? Just rehearse, rehearse, rehearse. Oh, I wow. mean, I my dance show is about 10 days away now. <gasps> oh. So uh, we have our disco numbers, the group number, and then I have my Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation cha-cha. And I did tape myself. And that's just you and your instructor, right? right? me and Piero. And I did tape myself. Well, Piero taped us last week and then forced me to watch myself. And, you know, in my mind, I look like Janet Jackson. <laughs> and on the videotape, I look like a 55-year-old woman. Doing Janet Jackson. <laughs> so okay. I'm well, just. You got ten days, Leanne. I got, got ten, ten days. days. I just got to sharpen it up. I just every. I just need to ground it. I need to sharpen it up, Julie. Everything needs to happen. So 
Rehearse, rehearse, rehearse for the next 10 days. How so. old is Janet Jackson? Wouldn't she She's be about your age? She's also my age, yeah. yes. So she would also look like a 55-year-old <laughs> woman if she tried it. This is <laughs> a really good point, Liz. So don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> That's an excellent point. All right, Satellite Sisters, you know what to do. Join us in Washington, D.C. on May 17th. We would love to see you all. What a fun evening. We are looking forward to it. We hope you can join us for Satellite Sisters Live. Head to the website, find the big button, and buy your... <laughs> Use that promo code SISTERS and buy your tickets, and we will see you in Washington, D.C. Have a great week. You too, Leanne. You too, Leanne. And don't forget to buy your tickets.